Welcome to the D Word. I'm Rosie. I'm Bella. And I'm Alex. And this week we went to the zoo. I have a funny story about the zoo. In prep, I went to a school excursion with my grade six buddies. It was a great day and I was really excited about going to the zoo to see all the animals. And then I come home that night and my mum asked me what my favourite animal was and I said, the seagull. (laughs) Trust you. (laughs) Yeah. So I love that you go to the zoo and you pay, you know, a certain amount of money to get in and you see all these different animals and you say an animal that you can go to the beach to literally see for free. Yes. <laughs> so five-year-old me wasn't... Uh... But seagulls are great, so... Were you excited to see the seagulls this time, Alex? <laughs> no, surprisingly not. Weird. Yeah, I was uh, definitely more excited to see the lions. Oh, the lions were great this time around. Yeah, they were really on show. Uh, it was so exciting because when we got there, one was up on this giant post and one was just lying around. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> that was great. I loved in the little descriptions, one was like the more outgoing. Fun. Yeah, lion. And then the brother was the more relaxed chilled one and it was completely that on show yeah so when we got there they were just lying there and we all went up to the window and they moved and so one of them was pretty much lying like straight in front of us and I felt like he came over just for us yeah yeah, he he knew we were there well I had made eye contact with him and you know how you're out with drunk people and you make eye contact with a drunk person and then they come over to talk to you it was like that. As soon as I made eye contact with the lion, he came over. <laughs> I would prefer that more than uh, a lion coming up at you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's behind glass. You can Yeah, I'd much prefer that than a drunk person. Yeah, I agree. Do you guys ever get intimidated when you stare at an animal in its eyes? Because I was like that. Looking into the lion's eyes, I have two cats and I love them to death. But for some reason, every time I look into like their eyes or lion's eyes or tiger's eyes or whatever, I'm always like, oh, look away, quick. Yeah, because you don't know whether it's a sign of aggression. I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, really? If I was to get killed by a lion, that would be an okay way to go. <laughs> Getting killed by your favourite animal. I mean... Oh, you're a strange one. I'm I love a strange. It. Love it. Well, we just want to say thank you so much to Melbourne Zoo for letting us go to the oh, zoo. Oh, absolutely. Because who yeah. doesn't love going to the zoo? The zoo is fantastic. It is really good. I used to, as a kid, think it would be a great job to be a zookeeper. Mm. But unfortunately, I don't really qualify to become a zookeeper <laughs> because not only do you have to go and get qualifications, but you also have to be quick. You have to be physically fit. Yeah. Because I think one of the tests is actually the beep test, which is crazy because the beep test and I, not friends. Oh, God, no. No. But you also have to have things like lower back strength because you have to pick things up, walk around and push wheelbarrows and all that kind of stuff. So you need to be really physically fit. Yeah. Carrying around large chunks of meat. And also, (laughs) just in case, running away from animals. Yeah. You know, just in case. Yes, you have to outrun... A tiger. A lion. You have to outrun... If it comes to that. There's so many things, though, like, to being a zookeeper. Chopping out food, knowing which food to give to each animal. It's a big job. It's a massive it's a job. bigger job than I thought it would be. And over the three zoos, because Melbourne Zoo has three different yeah. zoos. It has Melbourne Zoo, it has Hillsville. Yep. And it has Werribee. 
trying to think of Hills Villains forever. No, yeah. neither. I think that was another school excursion. Yeah. I did go to Werribee with some family who came from England about two months ago. Mm. And we went out to Werribee and I hadn't been to Werribee since I was like, I think it must have been a prep excursion. And it was the best thing ever. Mm. Like, I loved it so much. I forgot how much I loved Werribee. Yeah. But over those three zoos, they have over 150 zookeepers. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Which is crazy. I I just I love the zoo so much. I think that's the magic that comes with the zoo because it brings out your inner child. Like yeah. I get really excited. I think we're going to the zoo, the zoo, and then you know, have to see the giraffe because it's my favorite animal. And I love we spent I think half an hour at the giraffe just alone. Yeah, yeah. and did. talking to them, yeah. making funny noises. Yeah, because did you know that giraffes do make noises? Like, they do talk to each other, but it's just such a low register, like, low register growl yeah. that only, like, they can hear it. So I try and do a whole low growl at them. And it works. I swear they turn around every time. Okay. Mm. And you fed the giraffes once. I zoo. did, yes. There's so many different things you can do. You can have all these different experiences. So I had the giraffe experience. And I got to see the giraffe salary. And it was really good because it was on a platform. And so I got to kind of be at the end of the platform, closest to the the giraffe so I got to continue looking at it so there's lots of photos of me and this giraffe while they're kind of looking at each other because all it wants is the food and all I want to do is pat it but you're not allowed to that's one of the things I love most about the zoo is all the interactive yeah things you can do there like getting up close and personal with all the animals and being able to feed the giraffes and play with the tiger cubs or seals or whatever whatever or meerkat experience yeah I think you can see the elephant as well. Speaking of elephants, actually, I found it. It's kind of a bit of a sad topic. So when we went to the zoo, there were six elephants, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Six. And they're walking around eating, doing their thing. But there was this one elephant that was at the back. You know, its head was out of the yeah. fence, and it was swaying back and forth. You know, hey, hey, But I did some research, and turns out that when elephants do that. It's a sign of being distressed. Oh no. Yeah, so mm. we was in there. Maybe my singing distressed this elephant because yeah. I was singing Hady Ho to the elephant. <laughs> well, that's horrible thought. <laughs> no, I'm but I, I, I thought it was interesting because, like, obviously we were sitting there, we had no idea why this elephant was by itself, you know, mm. not engaging with its fellow. Do you think it was distressed because it was ready for food and the food wasn't there on, like, yeah. you know, when it wanted it to be? I mean, true, but it does it does have, like, branches and things if it gets super hungry. Yeah. yeah. It was the end of the day. Yeah. So I imagine that they would be getting fed sooner. True, very true. And zookeepers are also great, like, for information like that. If the zookeeper was around when we were looking at the elephants, I'm sure they'd be able to explain all that, yeah. Yeah, because they're very well informed, obviously, because it's their job, and very friendly and very, very approachable Mm. people. I remember when I went to the zoo for a school excursion and they had the the eagle demonstration. So, yeah, there was so much information that was told about the eagle. You got to see it eat and fly and wow. Some of those things are incredible. <laughs> that yeah, would be cool. Especially like the sizes of the eagle is just like and yeah. then like they land on the arm and you're like, how is your arm not getting cut yeah. off right now? I'm pretty sure we've got the largest eagle in the world. 
Wow. Oh, I did not know that. There you go. Yeah. There's another experience you can do at the zoo that I've done as a kid. It's the roar and snore. Is that where... the one where you sleep near the enclosure? It's not really near the enclosure. It's at the zoo. Like you sleep at the zoo in a tent. But you do all the nighttime animals. So all the animals that are normally... The not Thank you. The nocturnal animals. So all the nocturnal animals that are normally asleep. Yeah. You get to see them. So I think we got to see like there's a possum that was there. The platypus was a bit easier to see because apparently the platypus comes out at night time. Yeah, but it's nocturnal. It is. Yeah. You guys knew that. Well, yeah. I didn't. This is like the time where I didn't think bumblebees existed and I went overseas and then came back and told everyone about bumblebees and everyone was like, yeah, Rosie, we know. Yeah, because we went to go and see the platypus, but we couldn't find it. Hence, it was asleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was day. And then because we slept over... We got to feed some of the animals their dinner. So I, I, the, I remember feeding the elephants. I was so young, I don't actually remember any of the other animals. <laughs> but we definitely got to feed the elephants. That was really exciting. That would have been. Yeah. I'm jealous. I want to go next time. I definitely recommend Roar and Snore. The zoo also does Zoo Twilight, which is in the summer. And it's pretty much where the band comes to town, to the zoo. And it's a lot of fun. I've been one. It must have been Thirsty Merc, because I was obsessed with Thirsty Merc back in the day. And it's just really great night. You bring your own food, you bring a picnic rug, you can see the bands really well. It doesn't seem to upset the animals, which is really surprising. Mm. But it's really nice because you can actually, while you're sitting there, you hear all the rough and tumble of the animals yeah. walking around, roaring, doing all their things, like getting settled to go to bed. Really cool. I've done it as well, and I saw an Abbott cover band. Oh, nice. Which was great. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> lovely they always have such really good artists that come yeah and do yeah it. and it sells out so quickly mm. yeah i tried to go last year but it sold out really quickly mm. and i was not able to get tickets so fingers crossed that i am able to go next year yeah yeah i think everyone should do it once definitely it's like a bucket list thing yeah it's just so nice to be able to be at the zoo in summer watching your favorite band what yeah. more could you want it's incredible and yeah. they usually have two or three on one night. You know what else I really liked about the zoo? What's that? The accessibility. The accessibility is great. You can look at the access in like two ways. The experience to the visitors and to the animals. So things like glass fencing instead of wooden fences so you can see through yeah. into the There's enclosures. a lot more glass now. I guess that's a good thing because the enclosures are so big and that means the glassing is so wide that everyone can kind of fit in and you don't need to like crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you can stand behind people and see over them and still see the animals. Yeah, and it's great for the kids as well because they don't have to look over the fence anymore. They just see the glass, so it's accessible for everybody. And the paths are much more smooth than they used to be, I remember. Yeah. Going to the zoo as a kid and just coming back completely covered in mud all over my arms and hands. But now I feel like the pathways are all paved. There was one time, I think, when we were seeing maybe the elephants or the gorillas. and Oh, there was, was a little bit of a detour. There was a pathway that was solid dirt. So it's like you didn't get messy or anything. No, it wasn't. It might be if it's like pouring down with rain. It was pretty smooth. I guess the parents or people who need that kind of smooth path, it's fantastic for them. So they're not chugging around yeah. a pram everywhere with a kid inside. Yeah, the small wheels getting stuck in potholes. Yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> 
I like how there's more than one toilet for everyone. Yeah, there's so many toilets around. So good. Because, you know, it's always the way you're, like, happily looking at an animal and then the next thing you know, you're, like, bathing. Yeah. And also the zoo is huge. So you're going to need to go to the toilet at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's so huge, you don't want to be bathing and walking around endlessly to find a toilet. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So having a toilet close by and multiple is a great thing. There's also a parents' room as well that is quite large next to a cafe in the main part of the eating area. And talking about access, so when we first arrived at the zoo, um, Alex was driving. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Uh, We found that the accessible parking wasn't well labelled, so we couldn't find an accessible car park. And we were at the front, weren't we? Yeah, so we were in the first car park and we didn't see any disabled car parking at all. But we ended up finding just an average car park and this lovely man came out of his car and gave us a ticket so we didn't have to pay for parking. And it was just a really good start to a wonderful day. Yeah, it was so surprising. Yeah. We parked next to these people and they sort of got out of their car just as we'd parked. And I was like, oh, what's happening here? (laughs) And um, yeah, he asked me to like roll down my window and I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) But he was leaving the zoo and we sort of got there around midday. And he was like, this is a ticket that will last until 4.30. Do you want it? And we were like, sweet. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so good Samaritan story there. Yeah. Yeah. Just a really good start to the day. Yeah. So we didn't have to pay for the parking, which is great. Yeah. So shout out to you if you're <laughs> listening. And, you know, that brings me to another point. He obviously started at the start of the day. It's really hard to do the zoo all in, like, a few hours. Yeah, I don't know how he would have done that at all. Because we were there from probably 12 o'clock till 4.30 when it closes. And we had not gotten around to, like, a third of them, maybe. Yeah, there's a few animals that we've we've realised that we've missed out on seeing. But it just means that, you know, we can go back to the zoo and see them. Fun family day out. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's open like every day except for Christmas Day, I'm pretty sure. You can (laughs) go any day you like. But the zoo is also a very educational and informative place. A lot of things I learned especially were about the endangered species at the zoo and how we can help them. For instance, I know that you, Rosie, have a little giraffe. Yes, so I have a little giraffe and it's made out of snare trap wire that poachers use. So it's now turned into something good and it's a little giraffe. Oh, that's beautiful. The little bees Really on it. cute. Yeah, it's rainbow. That's gorgeous. As I said, there's a lot of different things that you can do and buy at the zoo or online to help prevent extinctions with these animals. So if you go to zoos.org.au, you can find out all the different things you can purchase to help fight extinction. But the other thing is also when you go to the zoo, if you go to the gift shop, and you purchase something from there, that money will go directly into fighting extinction. So we actually just took a test online to see what kind of animal we would be if we were. And you know what's funny? Turns out I'm a koala. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I definitely see that. I do enjoy eating and sleeping. It is one of my true passions in life. Yeah. What were you, Rosie? I was a dolphin, and then I didn't like that answer. (laughs) So I did a different quiz and then I became a dog. I love dogs. Yeah, loyal, friendly. Yeah, I could see man's best friend. Good at cuddles. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, I, I'm cool with that. <laughs> what about you, Alex? I got a meerkat. 
She's one of my favourite animals, so I'm not complaining one bit. They're small and cute, and I'm small and, and cute. cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with that. Yeah, so I think we're all pretty okay with the animals we got given. Yeah, especially when you can redo a test. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, you should definitely go to the zoo because it's, as we said, easy for all people to go to no matter your age, ability. And it always, like we said at the start, it brings the child out in you. Yes, it really does. definitely. <laughs> Melbourne Zoo, we love you. 10 out of 10 stars. Yep. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you again for giving us tickets to yes. go see all the animals. Absolutely. But I think that brings us to the end of our podcast for this month. If you want to check us out on social media, we are the D Word Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat and Facebook. We will see you next month with a brand new podcast. Until then, see you later. Bye. Bye.